time. Take your Bibles, turn to Ezra chapter 4. Ezra chapter 4. Is this on, Ryan? Yes? Okay. Departure and opposition. Uh, You think, you know, you're going to set out doing something for the Lord and everything's just going to fall in line and nothing bad's going to happen. I think everybody in the room here is going to tell you that you're going to run into traffic jams. You're going to, you're going to try to leave at the best time and Joshua Warren's going to get on the beltway and just shut the beltway down. Uh, that's all Joshua's fault. I should case she would have done something totally different. Uh, but, uh, anyways, that's all Joshua's fault yesterday. Uh, we're blaming him. Uh, but, uh, you get on, doesn't matter. You get on the beltway, you get in traffic. Uh, some pump quits, uh, all kinds of things, roof leaks, pipes break. It's just, it's just part of life. Uh, things, bad things are going to happen. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to bad people. Good things happen to good people. It, it, it just the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Job said, I have been blessed. Uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, we're in chapter 4. They're trying to do the right thing. They've got everything in order. They've got the government approvals. Uh, but the permit's getting pulled in chapter 4. Why is that? Letter writing campaign from the citizens of the surrounding communities. Verse 1, Now when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the children of the captivity builded the temple unto the Lord God of Israel, And they came to Zerubbabel, the chief of the fathers, and said unto them, Let us build with you, for we seek your God as ye do. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Reminds me of Herod in Matthew chapter 2. When, how long ago did you see this star? Okay, when when you find where the Christ child is, you, you bring back word for me because I desire, I desire to worship him too. And, uh, the angel said, don't believe him, he's a liar. And warned them in a dream to go back another way. And these folks, they don't want to, they don't want to help. And they want an inside ability to be able to thwart the work. <clears throat> we do sacrifice unto him since the days of Ezardon, king of Asher, idolatry, which brought us up hither. They're idolatrous people. But Zerubbabel, wise and discerning, and Jeshua and the rest of the chief of the fathers of Israel said unto them, Ye have nothing to do with us to build an house unto our God. Uh, you are an idolatrous people. The world takes offense by that. They're offended. And you have nothing to do with us. But we ourselves, together, will build unto the Lord God of Israel. As King Cyrus, the king of Persia, had commanded us, and dropped, uh, dropped the name, nothing matter with doing that. Uh, but verse 4, but the opposition is not done. You think they'd walk away and say, oh, they got the king's approval. I mean, it's just... Let's just uh, fade into the background. Oh, no, no, no. And the people of the hand weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. Uh, what kind of stuff? Oh, I don't know. Typical building stuff. You order something and they deliver the wrong thing. Or you order something and they deliver it to the wrong address. Or you order something and it's on the back shelf and they say, oh, you know, it's going to be six weeks before we can get that to you. You know, it's a, uh, we, you know, he's not going to believe that you're the seventh person today that asked for that thing and we're just backlogged. They got a whole warehouse full. Uh, they just did everything in their power uh, to stop and discourage the work. They weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. And 
They got the lawyers involved. Verse 5, they hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose. What is that? Lawsuits, lawsuits, lawsuits are filing paperwork and you like, you got to stop, you got to go down and get another permit, another thing, another stamp. You're missing that, you're missing that. Uh, over and over to frustrate the purpose all the days. Not just one day. Every single day. All the days of Cyrus. They tried to stop the work. Even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia, and the reign of Ahasuerus, in the beginning of his reign, wrote they unto him an accusation. Uh-oh, a letter-writing campaign is beginning. And then the days of Artaxerxes wrote this one, Meredith, Tadlio, the rest of their companions, companions unto Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And in the writing of the letter was written in the Syrian tongue, interpreted in the Syrian tongue, Rahim, the chancellor, and Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Artaxerxes, the king in this sort. Uh, then wrote Rahim, the chancellor, and Shimshai, the scribe, and the rest of the companions, the Danites, and the Asherites, and the Tripolites, and the Asherites, and the, I don't, I'm not pronouncing these names wrong, Arch, Archivites, and the Babylonians, and the Shushites, and the Dehavites, and the Elamites. And the rest of the nations, whom the great and noble Asnapper brought over and set in the cities of Samaria, and the rest that are on this side of the river at such a time. All kinds of people, all kinds of letters, all kinds of accusations. It is a community-wide effort to stop God's work. Just going on and on and on and on. Say, preacher, what do you have to say about that? Well, I'll say this for starters. They had a friend in the king, King Cyrus. And how many people showed up to do the work? 3%. Had 97% showed up to do the work, work would have been done. But the work dragged on. And it empowered, when we are, when we are not at it, and we are, when we drag our feet, it, it empowers the world. Oh, and we, we're frustrating them. We're going to wear them down. We're going to wear them out. We're just going to keep... Of filing motion after motion after motion after motion and letter after letter after letter. They're going to be so busy answering the legal stuff, they're not going to be able to keep up. And they wrote a letter to the king, Artaxerxes. Cyrus is gone, Artaxerxes is in power. This is a copy of the letter they sent unto him, even to Artaxerxes, the king, thy servants, the men on this side of the river. And at such a time, just so you know, be it known unto the king, that the Jews... Uh-oh, which came up from thee. You're the one that sent them here. It wasn't. Cyrus did. Uh, are come up under Jerusalem, building the rebellious and bad city, and have set up the walls thereof, and joined the foundations. Be it known now unto the king that if this city be builded and the walls set up again, then will they not pay toll, tribute, custom, and so shall... Uh, thou shalt indent and damage the revenue of the king. You're not going to get tax money. You're not going to. You're, you're not going to be able to balance your budget. Uh, talk, talk, money. Now, because we have maintenance from the king's palace, it was not meet for us to see the king's dishonor. I mean, we're we're part of the team. We're just looking out for you. Therefore, have we sent and certified the king that search may be made in the book of the records of thy father, so shalt thou find in the book of records 
and know that this city is a rebellious city and hurtful unto kings and provinces and that they have moved sedition within the same old time for which cause was this city destroyed. Uh, now we're going back to Zedekiah. Uh, God told him to cooperate and he didn't. And he dug his feet in and, uh, and, and, it, and it got recorded. And you're disobedient to God. It gets recorded. Verse 16, we certify the king that if this city be built again, the walls are upset up. By this means, thou shalt have no portion on this side of the river. They're going to stop tax money. Revenue's not coming. Then set the king in answer unto Rechim, the chancellor, and to Shemchai, the scribe, and to the rest of their companions that dwell in Samaria, and unto the rest beyond the river. Peace. And at such a time, the letter which ye have sent unto us has been plainly read before me. And I commanded, and search hath been made, and it is found that this city of old time hath made insurrection against kings, and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. Now, there have been mighty kings also over Jerusalem, which have ruled over all countries beyond the river, and told tribute and custom was paid unto them. Give ye now commandment to cause these men to cease. We're pulling the permit. And that this city be not builded until another commandment shall be given from me. And boy, I tell you what, we know how long those commandments can be. Don't we? Years. Take heed now that ye fail not to do this. Why should damage grow to the herd of the kings? Now, when the copy of the king Archaxerxes' letter was read before Rehem, Shimshai, the scribe, and their companions, they went up in haste to Jerusalem unto the Jews and made them cease by force and power. Then ceased the work of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem. So it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Compromise, opposition. Compromise is the truth of life. There are those who are compromised. Verses, uh, verse 2, let us build with you. And, and, and they just said, no, we're not going to compromise. We're, we're not going to do it. We're not going to drop the Bible standards in order to, to, to get your approval. We're not going to do that. Now, those who will comp- there are those who will compromise God's truth and God's word. Uh, the Pope, just this week, he's in the news. Uh, blessing of same-sex marriages. Say, what do you know about that preacher? I know he didn't get that from the Bible. But he's not alone. Up and down Franconia Road, uh, you'll see signs on the various churches that say, uh, we affirm and accept all. You're going to affirm sinful behavior? That's called compromise. You're not going to find that in the Bible. Uh, what are they? Misguided. Misguided. Somebody wrote me yesterday and said, Pastor, did you see this? I said, I saw it. <clears throat> That's not in the Bible. But what they believe about salvation is not in the Bible either. By works, through the church, through baptism, it's just not there. And you shouldn't be trusted for anything. You can't trust them with salvation. <clears throat> Misguided. The temple started with energy and great enthusiasm by 3%. Imagine, again, what they could have done if they were united with everybody going back to do the work. <clears throat> and many times in ministry, people start with enthusiasm and great energy. And then it just doesn't become important anymore. And it doesn't matter what the ministry is. You'll find that getting people to be on time when they're supposed to be there, show up on time... Choir practice, I'm sure. People come wandering in at all times. Sunday school hour, people come wandering in. Teachers come wandering in late. 
Bus routes run late. Kids don't get picked up. It's just, just part, part of life. And in the beginning, man, we were there excited. Man, we were there uh, 15 minutes before class started in the class praying for God's power, but now it's just not important to do anymore. Uh, energy and enthusiasm is difficult to maintain, but it's the right thing to do. Sadly, the temple and many in ministry do not get far before disaster. Verse 1 calls them adversaries because they were adversaries. They were adversaries of Judah and Benjamin. They hated them. But they wanted to work with them. We hate you. How's that going to work? Not very well. They sacrificed to the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 3 talks about that. Yeah, they sacrificed to the Lord and to every other God out there. And so people say, uh, Pastor, are you going to join with this group and go uh, protest the abortion clinic? I said, they're wrong on salvation. They're wrong on baptism. They're wrong on church membership. Uh, they're wrong on uh, end time doctrine. Why, why would I join with them doing anything? And we shouldn't. We're not going to join with them. We're not going to do it. Zerubbabel rightly answers. Cyrus authorized the work. A bribe, uh, you can bribe, you can engage in violence, you can engage in deceit, and they did all of that, every bit of it. Now, there's a lesson. God's work prospers, but many times it's hindered and can be hindered by compromise. They claim to believe like us, but then they attack from the inside. Uh, Jude talks about it. Evil men crept in unawares before of old, ordained under this corruption. Uh, just be careful. Compromise. Uh, opposition. Uh, we see that through verses 3 and all the way down through, ver- through the end of the chapter. The opposition does not end. It, it'll never end. They say, well, for preacher, when's it going to end? It's never going to end. Not until the Lord comes back. And even when the Lord comes back and sets up His reign for a thousand years, they're going to they're give Him lip service, as these people did. But at the end of the thousand years, Revelation chapter 20, that we've been memorizing, Satan is going to be loose for a little season, go up on the breath of the earth, and come to the camp of the saints, and he's going to find a multitude that join with him to oppose God, to oppose God's work. That's after a thousand years of God's righteous reign upon this earth. And I'll tell you this. God's work cannot be stifled. God blesses, God controls, and God sustains. You may, you, may, you may succeed in pulling a permit. But God's going to, God's going to build. Uh, Matthew and I were talking today about uh, Satan, Satan's devices, and how, how people can read God's Word and think that they're going to get away with sin. But Satan certainly has read through God's Word. and it, It's not a hidden book to him. And he knows Revelation chapter 20 probably better than you and I do and what that, that means. But he just doesn't believe God can stop him. And so he goes on in his evil way. But that's really the core reason why people go on in their evil way. Because they just, we just don't think God's going to stop us. God will empower you. God will grant wisdom. God will encourage you. What should they do? They should focus on God's promises. They should not focus or fixate on the opposition or their tactics. Is what God called me to do. Just just keep going. Just keep moving forward.
but difficult, and work ceased. I've talked to a number of pastors over the years, and they've said, uh, Pastor, we, we, uh, we, got our, we got our building permit. Praise the Lord. Uh, we started building. Praise the Lord. We got the roof tore off. Praise the Lord. Uh, they came and pulled our permit. Who did? The city did. Came, city came and pulled it. Got the roof off. The building's exposed. And it, and it went downtown, went, went down to the, to the office. They filed the paperwork. They asked to see people. They asked for an explanation. And the explanation was always, we'll get back to you. 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 When they pull a permit in the spring, prime building time. When did they give it back to them? In the wintertime, just before Christmas. When the rain was falling and the weather was cold and it was not conducive to building. Now, you can say that's accidental. But that's happened over and over and over again to churches. What do you think is behind that? Satan, enemies of God, want to see God's work stop. What is our job? Just to keep going. The work ceased. The workers stopped. The progress halted. And we look at that and say, oh, boy, God's got to be wringing his hands in heaven. God's not wringing his hands. In his time, God is never taken by surprise. And you can stop serving the Lord, and you can get the, you get the scourge, and you can quit Sunday school class or choir or ministry. God will raise somebody else up. God's still looking for people to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. He's still looking for that. And he can use you if you're a willing servant. But if you think that by your quitting, it's going to stop God's work, it's not going to do that. God will raise up somebody else to do it. Process. Process that. That's difficult. God will be glorified. Be glorified by you and through you or through somebody else. I like the invitation song. While, uh, while on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. I don't want God to use somebody else and pass me by because I was unwilling to do the work. God will use a heathen king, use Persian king Cyrus to do his work. And several years ago, um, uh, well, several years ago, man, we had first gotten started and uh, Stan Schrader was here and he was, I tell you, he was, mil- he was a military air force and he was busy, 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 busy. One of the reasons why the Parsons are here is because of Brother Schrader. He said, man, you need to come help this guy in Alexandria. And here we are 30 years later and Brother Parsons is still, still here. <clears throat> uh, Brother Schrader, he was busy. And if something needed done, he'd do it. He, he preached for me. He taught Sunday school class, did men's ministry, he did all uh, teenagers. He did all kinds of stuff. And he did teenagers when we had no teenagers. I remember I called him in the office and said, Brother, Brother Schrader, we need a teen ministry. He looked, he looked right back at me and didn't miss a beat. He said, we don't need a teen ministry. Pastor, we don't have any teens. I said, we have one. And we did. We had one. Aaron Price. And, and Brother Schrader said, Aaron Price? Well, he's the only teenager in the church. There's nobody else that's even remotely qualified to be a teenager. And I said, yeah, Aaron Price. He just shook his head and said, okay. <laughs> and, he, and he went to work. If I, had a, if I had an idea and I needed a guy, uh, he was the guy that I called upon. And he just, he just got the work done. <laughs> well, as, as, uh, 
As ministry would have it, I always say, the Lord giveth and the government taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And over a process of time, uh, the government called and said, uh, Brother Schrader, your time is up, time to go. And so he, he came to me and said, hey, preacher, we got orders. Uh, our PCS and permanent change of station. And I said, okay. And uh, he said, man, I'm sorry. I said, no, it'll be, it'll be okay. You know, we've, we've been at this long enough. Uh, first, I tell you, the first time this happened, when we had a big, uh, uh, big exodus in May and June, it took my breath away. I called Frank in the office, the office in the back, and I said, Frank, uh, man, we lost, we lost a boatload of people, and I know that uh, that's probably uh, God's mark against me on the ministry here. And Brother Frank said, ah, preacher, welcome to Northern Virginia. That's just the way it works here. People come and people go. And I said, oh, oh okay, you just stay with it. And uh, Frank, you, know, you probably don't even remember that conversation, but that helped me. And I share that same conversation with preachers that are coming, young preachers who are coming to this area. I said, hold your breath, May and June. People, are, people come, and so it's exciting when they come, but they go. And uh, so, <clears throat> Brother Schrader went out, and he determined, and he, was, he had, man, he was, he was busy, 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 a busy beaver while he was here. He was a, he was a, a willing worker. <clears throat> And he had, he had a ministry, and he put somebody in charge. And I said, I called him in the office. I said, Brother Schrader, what are you doing? He said, well, you know, you know preacher, i got this job, and i got this ministry, and, and, I, and I know i got to get somebody to find it. And so I put him in there. I said, Brother Schrader, he is not a good person for that ministry. And I'll tell you what, with, within a month, that ministry is not going to be anymore. Because he, I mean, you don't, you don't, he, didn't, he didn't know it. Because I was a pastor. I knew things that... Uh, he was not privy to. And if he had come to me and said, what do you think about so-and-so? I said, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But he didn't. He hired him first. Uh, eight weeks later, the ministry was done. It was gone. It's, and it's never, it has, it's never come back. And so he said, I, got, I said, Brother Schrader, he said, I got the teens to do, and I got the so-and-so, and I got this men thing to do, and I get, he's naming all the stuff that he's doing. And I said, Brother Schrader, stop! He said, it is not your job to find replacements for these ministries. And he went, oh, oh, he said, you're right. I'm so sorry. He said, that's your job. I said, no, it's not my job. He said, well, not my job. It's not your job. Whose job is it? He said, it's God's job. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth labors into the harvest. And just amazing, because it was we're, one of the ministries we were talking about was a teen ministry. During the summer, it was a summer when we had an intern, a college intern that was here. And he did uh, that ministry for June, July, and August. And the second, third week of August, he left to go back to school. And the third week of August, uh, Bill and Stephanie King, King came into the ministry. And they led that ministry, teen ministry, for the next several years. And we still are blessed by the Canes. Got a letter, uh, a nice letter from them just in the last several days, as we do uh, every Christmas we hear from them and when he's traveling throughout the area. I just say, I don't get frustrated when people come and people go anymore because I realize these opposition is going to come. This isn't my church. This is the Lord's church. The classes don't belong to me. They belong to the Lord. And the Lord is a whole lot more interested in the choir being filled and the Sunday school classes being staffed and soul winning ministries and bus ministries. A whole lot more interested in souls being saved than I am. It's easy, easy, easy to say. 
And he's going to provide those people. He's going to do it. Are you one of those people that God's calling on? Would you be one of the 3% that steps up and do the work? Will you be one of those people that say, you know what? It's God's work, and I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up every week. I'm going to show up faithfully. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to show up on time. Boy, wouldn't that be refreshing? Wouldn't that be refreshing, Brother Monday? I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up on time. And I'm going to be faithful. You can't do much, but you can be faithful. And when the work stops, because of things outside of your control, and that may happen... You want to be able to stand before the Lord someday and hear the Lord say, You know what? They tried to stop you. They tried to, uh, they tried to get you to compromise. They tried to get you to slow down. They wrote letters against you. They maligned you. They tried to get you caught up in drama. And you just stay focused on me. Well done, good and faithful servant. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for this chapter in Ezra. That reminds us that you are on the throne. I'm thankful for faithful workers. I'm thankful for Stan, and, uh, Stan Schrader and the uh, faithfulness uh, that uh, he has had to you and uh, to your work. What an encouragement he was as we were first getting started here. And uh, for uh, that period of time, he was uh, certainly brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. We are thankful, thankful for him every single day. And... Uh, Father, I I pray that you would continue to send us faithful workers. Father, I pray for the workers that are here, that you would help them to be faithful. That uh, Boy, I tell you what, we just know that they're going to be in their place, uh, ready to go on on time, early. They're going to give your work a priority. They're going to give you the preeminence. They want everything that is said and done to bring honor and glory to the King of kings and Lord of lords. And you can count on them to do it. I pray that you would empower them to do it. And we'll praise you for your wisdom throughout all eternity. In Christ's name, amen. If you have a prayer request card, send that to the office.